Welcome into this week's recruiting breakdown. My name is Jerry Hamilton, joined as always by Justin Wells of Inside Texas and On3. Well, Justin, it's Bama week, um, but before Steve Sarkeesian and the team get on a bird and fly out east to either Tuscaloosa or Birmingham um, and play in Bryant-Denny Stadium Saturday night, um, there's some big recruiting news going on. Before we get into Wednesday's announcement at Allen High School, I'm going to take a second for our, for our sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. He's a our sole sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. We're very happy to have Chase Yarborough of Goosehead Insurance as the sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. There are hundreds of insurance providers out there to choose from, but Chase and his team continue to vet the very best. They select only insurance companies that deserve your business for home, auto, life, flood, and umbrella policies. With rates continuing to be on the rise across the state of Texas, it's not slowing down. Why not make one phone call and allow Chase to shop for you? Goosehead is the largest independent brokerage in the state of Texas. Contact Chase at chase.yarboroughgoosehead.com or give him a call at 325-261-7127. Again, thank you very much to Chase Yarborough Goosehead Insurance for being the sole sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. All right, Justin, I, I, I think you're getting in the car tomorrow, traveling northwest. And you end up in Allen, Texas, about 5 p.m. That's where on 300, number 245-ish in the country, Zeno Mozulo is going to announce his decision between Texas, Texas A&M, and Oklahoma. Justin, this has been Texas' recruitment to lose. Um, there's three RPMs in for Texas on the on three in the on three network. I'm one of those. Where do you think things sit right now? 28 hours, 29 hours from decision time. I like Texas. <laughs> I like Texas. But, you know, two weeks before Dominic McKinley was going to announce, I like Texas there too. <laughs> Things yeah. can always change. It's yeah. a day-to-day -day operation, uh, and especially these days with NIL and the transfer portal. You know, there's just so many different factors, Jerry. But I can say with with, with – um, with much comfort, I really like where Texas stands. In this this would be the ultimate, Justin. This would be one of the ultimate gut punches of all time for a staff. He's on the field pregame Saturday, wearing a, his one of his brother's jerseys, hanging out with Daniel Cruz. Fellow if he Texas was to do commit. that, then turn around and commit to AM or Oklahoma. It'd be one of the biggest gut punches of all. The whole staff would hit the deck at the same time. Oh, PK would lose his mind. <laughs> um, yeah. I like Texas. You like Texas. Yeah. We've liked Texas this entire recruitment. This is, there's some recruitments that are a team's to lose. This is right. Texas's to lose, and it has been. There's yeah. no way around it. That's not putting pressure on the Texas staff. It is what it is. His brother plays at Texas. His brother's going to probably end up the season as a starting left guard at some point. Um, the Texas defense has, has continued to improve each year. You see the development of Ethan Burke from one year to from year one to year two. Now that's where Zena is going to play. Um, I mean, that's there's a lot of signs and positives for Texas, and that's before you even get into the academic side at the University of Texas, which is huge for the family. It is huge, you know, and and that's the thing, you know. I learned this weekend Zena has a twin brother named Zyke Zulu, <laughs> who also who plays safety uh, at Allen. Um, this is a family affair. 
And I, I think and we really we, we really stuck to our guns this summer on this will have a lot, you know, the Neto Umiozulu reps would have would have some bearing on this yeah. on this decision. And 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 I and I think they knew Neto was going to play this year, which he's going to. He did on on sat last Saturday and he'll continue to play in in the rotation this year. I think they knew that. They just wanted to see it. Yeah. And you know, you know, Zena told us, "Hey, I'm going to be in Austin last week. We broke we broke the news that Zena was going to be taking an unofficial." And then about a few hours later, it started trickling out that, "Hey, he he's probably going to make a decision pretty quick." And then we found out, hey, it's going to happen in the next week. And so everything is trending, Texas. Yeah. It was theirs to lose, like you had been saying. I know the family factor was a big thing, the academics factor. It's an Umiya Zulu, so it's never going to be an easy recruitment. It's, de- the, it's definitely not a straight line, straight no, <laughs> It's going to be a couple of turns. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's going to be some turns. But at the end of the day, you're, you're getting one of the best edge backers in the country. He's actually playing middle linebacker now for Allen just to help them out, which is kind of crazy at 6'4", 230, 235 pounds. But he, he's, a, he's a smart kid. I always thought Zena had the most upside of, of, of the family when I, I'd seen them both of them a couple of years ago. Neto has actually, you know, taken a big step in the Texas offensive line room. And so I, I think that's a big thing. But, you know, Zena – He's got a lot of good to his game. And you know what's funny? We're sitting here watching. I was at some of these games that we're watching these, these huddle clips, like this one right here against Legacy and Jamarian Miller, who's actually going to be starting for Alabama on Saturday. Uh, and then I've noticed that DJ Hicks in the middle just tearing up stuff. Yeah. And you see, but you see Zena getting more and more pressure because he's a quintessential edge rusher. That's what he's built to do. He, he's going to be long, he's going to be lean. And he's going to get to the quarterback. That's his job, and I think Texas is 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 has been in it, and they're they're on the cusp of getting a pretty dadgum good edge to go with Colin Simmons, right? And, 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 right. And, and so here's the question, and the question becomes: Will they take three? That's what the question becomes. That if Zena commits to Texas, as we think will happen, that gives Texas two tremendous edges. Colin Simmons, the best pass rush guy in the country. Right. Zena, really good developmental prospect with a great frame. Um, so then you get to Danny Okoye, which I think we now think is Oklahoma. Yeah, That's everything we hear. The mom made the trip for the official yep. visit to Oklahoma. She obviously prefers close to home, even though it really hurts her heart for it not to be Oklahoma State. But at least her boy's close to home. What's interesting to me about that and why that makes a lot of sense, she didn't make any other trips. She didn't go to Austin. She didn't go to Alabama. She didn't go to LSU. That's somebody who said, hey, parents love to travel and see these places. She's the opposite. Yeah. So if you're okay. She let Danny figure it out, and she told him, once you get to a spot you think you might want to be at, then I'll come along for the ride. Yeah. Yeah. And it also happened to be the one closest to home. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) She, She wasn't exactly going to Knoxville and Alabama. A lot of these families love to go see these places. She wasn't that person. So that tells you a little insight about where this could head long term. So let's say he goes to Oklahoma. Then you're at Solomon Williams. Now, could a senior riser pop up? Absolutely. They usually do. Warren Roberson, Jelani McDonald weren't on the Texas commitment radar right now a year ago. People, Texas fans have to remember that. Solomon Williams, I I texted uh, with Solomon a little bit yesterday. He still is, hasn't locked in that date to Texas, which I find curious. He'll be at Alabama this weekend for the Alabama game. That's where he was leaning at the end of June, July. 
Um, and we'll see what happens there. A&M, Oregon, Texas still in contact. PK's in contact regularly with Solomon and his high school coach. We'll see yeah. if that official visit gets set up, assuming Zena commits to Texas. Something to watch for there. Because Texas could also opt to go into the portal. And they're also watching Okoye, who could be, in, you know, he had told me about an October decision, and now he's talking about potentially a September. So they there could be go. watching him as well, Jerry. There you go. There you go. So that's pretty much where we're at on edge. We think Zena is a big lean to Texas headed into tomorrow. Um, Justin Wells will be at Allen High School. Um, we will have a Bobby Burton, myself. Justin will jump in there. We'll have a live long stream, live stream. We're going to go at 6 p.m. instead of 7, our regular time. We're, or we're going to go at 6 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, to cover Zena's announcement, uh, and Justin will be there. So that, that should be a, a good day for Texas fans. Now moving on, back to the five-star updates. Here we go, Justin. Let's start with Kobe Black. because Go down the we, list. When looking at Kobe Black, Brandon Baker, Ryan Wingo, I think Kobe's probably the next one to make a decision as of right now. We'll see. I think Brandon Baker – well, Brandon Baker has the official visit to Nebraska September 16th. Ryan Wingo has the trip to Texas September 16th. I think both of those trips happen um, as of today. Kobe has LSU scheduled for this weekend officially, right? After If he makes that visit, after that, where does the process go, Justin? After that, I think he may – he'd like to take another couple trips. He'd like to go see Oregon again. He loved it up there. But I was told by a couple sources that that's not likely. Yeah, um, A&M is pushing to get him in on that third weekend. That's somebody to watch because I think Texas A&M is the other team in, in this recruitment. He was at Oklahoma State this this last weekend, went through all the dog and pony show pictures, jersey, all that kind of stuff. But he was there to watch his brother, Corey, who's starting corner for, for the Pokes. Um, I think that's when you're going to start to see a countdown to a decision. Now, he's told reporters, hey, I, I'm going to wait till December for, for, for my decision. I was there Friday night. I find that highly unlikely that it's going to go happen. that long. Not happening. Um, I was able to catch up with his family uh, before the game, during the game, um, and just there, you know, just talking to those guys. I don't think this is going to go very much longer. And so, let him go hit that LSU trip. He had talked about possibly seeing Bama in a couple weeks. The whole idea with Kobe, people have to remember, he just wants to go watch games. I think it's Texas to lose. But he he really does enjoy like going and seeing games, being being he's not doesn't necessarily have to be the center of attention. He just enjoys the 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 atmosphere. And so that's kind of why he's soaking it up because he knows once he commits, a lot yeah. of that stuff is probably gonna end. Yeah. Done. So he wants to go ahead and get it out of the way. Yeah. Uh and that's Kobe Black, the update there. Texas still the heavy favorite. AM probably the number two school. If he makes that visit to LSU this weekend, we'll see what happens there. Um Ryan Wingo, Brandon Baker. Uh, we'll, I'll hit on Baker. I'll let you hit on Wingo. Um, Brandon Baker, look, it's it depends. He's an interesting recruitment because depending on who you talk to, who covers what schools involved in this, most it always comes back to Texas and somebody. But there's some chatter in the on three network that Oregon may have slipped. Oregon doesn't necessarily think they've slipped much. Um, the Nebraska official visit will be interesting on the 16th. How much longer does his recruitment go after that? We'll see. There's been some talk that it could be into September when he makes a decision. Obviously, if that was were to happen, that means he doesn't likely get on campus at Texas or Oregon 
or Ohio State again. And I really think Texas, Oregon is more where this thing's been headed, but I'm not ruling out Ohio State. So we'll see what happens here after the Nebraska visit. The issue is Modern Day has football activities on Saturday this season. New coaching staff for Texas fans that don't that are trying to get their head around this recruitment. New co- head coach, Saturday football activities. This the September 16th week is their off week. That's why that official visit to Nebraska was scheduled. Any other Saturday, it's going to be tough. And that impacts Texas recruiting Jordan Davidson, Marcus Harris, trying to get those guys back to Texas for an unofficial visit this season. We'll see. Could a Jordan Davidson, could a Marcus Harris show up on September 16th in Austin? We'll have to see on that. But that is, it's a little tougher at modern day this year to take those weekend visits than it was last year. They need to relax those rules a little bit. That's the one program that has more college prospects than anybody in the country. And you're cutting them off from Saturday trips. Uh, it's tough. It's tough. Good and, luck, I think, bud. and I think it's because, I think it's because, Justin, if you don't, they're going to have 20 guys scattered around the country every weekend. Right. And, that hey, makes that's I the know. price you pay for coaching five stars. I know. IMG's getting to be the same way with kids, though. I think they're trying to keep those kids more in the, at IMG, at Modern Day on weekends, instead of everybody just go, boom, we're out of here, and it's and it's like spring break every week, oh, and everybody's man. out, right? I man, mean, it must be tough to have It four must be stars. tough to be ranked one and two in America and have 30 players for Division One player. <laughs> uh, Ryan Wingo, Justin, um, look, it's Missouri, Texas. Yeah. Tennessee feels like they're a distant third right now. Yeah. They feel like that September 30th unofficial visit is in limbo if Ryan makes that. That's the latest from the Tennessee side. I'm not saying he's not going to make it. That's the latest from the Tennessee side. Yeah. From the Missouri and Texas side, Justin, what I find interesting, williams Nornary, when that NIL legislation went through, he jumped at Missouri. Ryan Wingo is not. And that is a difference in those two recruitments. So, and the other difference is Ryan Wingo's a December graduate. So, where do you think Texas is at and the recruitment of Wingo's at right now, Justin, headed into the first Saturday in September? I guess second, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that that unofficial for, for the Wyoming game is going to be big because, like I said, Ryan wants to see big time wide receiver play. He wants to see guys making plays. He wants to see how they're going to be used and incorporated. That's why Sark and, and Chris Jackson are talking to this kid multiple times a week, talking to the family. I caught up with his father uh, a few days ago, and, and, and you know, they're, they're, they're just going through the process. They're not stressing about any of it. They love Missouri because it's close. They love Texas because of the opportunity and because of the, the, the trajectory of the program. And Tennessee's in that mix, too, because, they, you know, Ryan really likes Josh Heupel's offense. He thinks he'd get a lot of targets in, in the Vols in the Vols scheme. And so it's still going to be Texas-Missouri. I, I really do want to talk to him after the Texas unofficial. I think that's going to be our big indicator because Ryan has mentioned, just like Kobe, just like a handful of other ones, he wants to go, go to December with his decision. But there are people around the program that are thinking, you know what? I highly doubt that that actually happens. It's now, the same. And, and well, I, I actually reported and I was told last week that they were going to sit down in the next seven to 10 days of family and really come up with a timeline. So I think something could get out there in the next, maybe this week, maybe early next week about what they're seriously thinking now as far as their timeline goes. I don't, I'm not buying December, though. I don't think it's going that Right. Way. I'm with you, too. I'm with you, too. And listen, after that Texas game on September 16th, 
if if it, I wouldn't be surprised if a decision date comes out a little bit after that. Yeah, yeah, because that's going to tell them exactly what they what they need and what what they want to hear. Wouldn't surprise me either. Um, this weekend, obviously, Texas goes to Bama, Justin. Yeah, Alabama hosts all the recruits, and that's a lot of recruits. Um, but there's a lot of guys. Also, when you're hosting a 200 recruits, there's going to be a lot of recruits Texas has offered or likes in that yeah. group. There's some, there's, there's some overlap. Yeah, a little bit of overlap here. Uh, this uh, game doesn't mean much to Nick Saban and recruiting at all, does it? Um, so, man, <laughs> uh, just think about that for a second. Um, not many night games, top 10 ranked opponents do you have come into your stadium. Let's be real. So, this is an opportunity for Alabama in recruiting game day. The whole thing, it's been built up. Guys that Texas really, really likes that will be there are – Texas commitment, KJ Lacey. He had an injury Friday. I've not heard. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. The result of that or kind of what his prognosis is. So I'm not really going to address that right now. We'll try to get more information on that. Ryan Williams, obviously the number one receiver in 2025, will be there. Antonio Coleman, the defensive lineman of 2025 from Saraland, who dominated against Lipscomb Academy. They'll all be sitting next to each other Saturday. Texas has offered all of them. They would love to have all of them. Antonio Coleman wants to visit Texas. I think the next time K.J. Lacey's in Austin is when you might see Antonio Coleman in Austin. But then there's Terry Bussey, Solomon Williams, who we mentioned, and the list will keep growing as the week goes on. But uh, Justin, I mean, we may as well hit on Terry Bussey. He's kind of – it's interesting. He's a fan favorite, even though Texas has never led for him and at times hadn't even pushed for him. We both say a to lose unless Nick Saban uh, provides the upset special in recruiting this weekend. Uh, I, I don't think that's really going to change, Justin, for as far as the Texas part of this. No. Texas, listen, the thing – you know, I saw Terry last week. The thing about that about Texas is that – Terry's a really respectful kid, and if you put in the effort, he's going to match that with anyone. So the fact that Texas is, is is pushing as hard as they are at this stage in the process, I wish they would have started this six months ago, nine months ago. They may be more in the mix, but Terry's a respectful kid. He's going to give you a shot. He was at Oklahoma last weekend, and he really liked it. Why? Because Oklahoma is telling him a lot about what he wants to hear. They looked good in their win. And so Terry's kind of in the moment a little bit. But here's the thing you got to understand about Terry. This is a kid, I don't, you know, you and I don't really get into silent commits a whole lot. But if he was a silent to Texas A&M, I wouldn't be shocked in the least. No, we wouldn't either. Draylon Miller, 
Ty Anthony Smith from Jasper, Dalen Evans from Pine Tree. They Weston are Davis. Weston Davis and Beaumont. They're talking to him on a regular basis, Jerry. Yeah. yeah. I asked him, what about the other recruits from the other schools? He didn't hear anything. Yeah. I'm telling you. And if you'll notice, the one school he's not going to visit in September is Texas A&M. I asked yeah. him, well, why? Because your decision, you know, is the 28th. Why wouldn't you want to see him? Well, I'll just take that official visit in October. Yeah. So until – unless Nick Saban just knocks that family out, and even knowing that, knowing how Terry is, it's still A&M until someone just really takes control of that recruitment, and I don't see that happening. Now, could he show up in, in, in Austin next weekend, September 16th, for the Wyoming game? He told me that's a possibility. Yeah, and that's what well, I was going to say. That's what we're watching with Bussy. That's the, the only staff thing is pushing back. for that, too. Yeah, they yep. want to get him, they want to get him back on campus because they want to see him again. They want to they want to give him another sell. But I, I don't even know if that'll matter yeah. because A&M had built this lead pretty, pretty, pretty decent lead since the spring. And it's only gotten bigger. And the fact that he saved his official visit for A&M till after his decision, that's called a data point in yeah. recruiting. Yeah, and we got a couple more things to talk about. I'm not done at wide receiver recruiting, by the way. Uh, so, oh, I'm not either. Well, I, I don't know. think Chris Jackson is. I know. And before that, before we get to that, though, uh, take a second for uh, the sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. That's Chase Yarbrough of Goosehead Insurance. There are hundreds of insurance providers out there to choose from, but Chase and his team have vetted the very best and continue to do so. They select only insurance companies that deserve your business for home, auto, life, flood, and umbrella policies. With rates on the rise across Texas, why not make one phone call and allow Chase Yarborough to shop for you? Goosehead's the largest independent brokerage in the state of Texas, bar none. Contact Chase at chase.yarborough.goosehead.com or give him a call at 325-261-7127. All right, Justin, we're not done at receiver recruiting. And no, I'm not switching my RPM to Wyoming for Micah Hudson. But what I am going to say, Justin, is a lot of these guys we've talked about had a January started with Dominic McKinley who's going to commit at the Under Armour All-America game. His mom said, no, you're not. We're going to do this before the season. We've seen a lot of guys peel from January and December timelines. Hudson may be the one guy that decides, you know, I'm <laughs> going to do it at the Under Armour game. If he does that, Jerry, it's despite everybody. I know. He doesn't like it. He did not like he it. He hates this process. He didn't like it when everybody thought he was going to go to Texas. He pushed back against that. Now that everybody thinks he's going to go to Tech, he's pushed back against that. That's he's his personality. every school you mentioned. So, but I will say this for Texas Tech. What you don't like, what's from a recruiting perspective, the only thing worse than losing to Wyoming is if Micah Hudson decides to sit out there till the first week in January, that's a long time to have the target on your back in recruiting. That's a long time to have the target on your back in recruiting. And now you got Oregon coming to town. Um, and mm, the expectation yeah, I mean, changed a little Texas bit. Tech isn't, you know, Texas Tech had some momentum in the summer. Yeah. They grabbed a couple of, of I think, interesting recruits. Yeah. I think they're 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 putting a flag in West Texas way too much because there's not that many college level kids out there. But let Joey McGuire learn that lesson the hard way. But they had some momentum. They had some some, some you know, had some stuff going for them with Micah Hudson and those guys. And uh, it's going to be tougher to sell the the future of Lubbock if they're six and six. Yeah. 
And this was a team that's supposed to contend for the Big 12 championship, at least be, you know, like a runner-up or, or in the mix with Texas and TCU and Kansas State. And so Micah Hudson's a guy, just understand this, Texas has never let up talking no. to him. They don't recruit he that He talks way. to Chris Jackson on a very regular basis. That's a, that, that, that relationship actually hasn't changed. Micah loves Jackson, and he likes the offense. He likes the idea of playing for Arch Manning. So the longer this thing stretches out, I like Texas' chances the more. But right yeah. now, obviously, it's Tech. But and let's let the season play out and let Micah kind of see what's going on in Lubbock before he decides to take his incredible talent somewhere that it probably won't do a whole lot of good. Hey, it also gives AM a long time to muddy the waters as well. That's the other that's, thing. That's the sleeper in this recruitment is AM. Yeah, it gives them a long time to muddy the waters. We'll see where he shows up at college games. Um, obviously, if he shows up at College Station this weekend, he won't see anybody. They're playing at Miami. If he shows up in Austin this weekend, they're going to be in Tuscaloosa. So we don't think he'll be anywhere this weekend. Let's see on the 16th. Both of them have home games. Let's just see. Um, where, where if Micah Hudson shows up on a campus next week. And the other one's Jordan Anderson for me at Newport Beach. Newport. And, you know, that poor kid growing up in Newport Beach. I don't know how he does it. It's such a crappy place. Um, but, Justin, he's uh, he's interesting to me because of Southern California. And we have not, by the way, we have not heard that an official visit date's been set up, at least as of the weekend. It was always a, I'm going to set one, but never right. did. And, and that happened in June, right? But what's interesting is, do any Southern California kids not like the idea of playing in the Big Ten? We're going to find that Jordan Anderson may be a data point for some skill kids on that one because he's been solidly committed to Oregon. Texas tried to get him on campus. They weren't able to. Now he reaches back out to Texas. And maybe since that got out that he reengaged with Texas, that slows this process down a little bit. But he reached out for a reason. And it had nothing to do with Oregon on the field. So it's going to be interesting to see. Maybe it's the fields they're going to be playing on in the future. I'm just watching that one as a data point with future California kids. Uh, but, Justin, I want to – Jerry, no, no. And, and that's for good reason because we both know Jordan Anderson is near the top of that yeah. wide receiver board. Yes. And that's yes. and we know with Sark, that board rarely changes. And they're not going to change their A-list. They're going to go after no. the A-list guys. And if not, they'll just go grab A.D. Mitchell out of the portal, Isaiah Nair out of the portal. We're going to close with a little basketball recruiting this week because it was a huge weekend in Austin. Look, it was. Texas had Trey Johnson in, number four in the country, number one shooting guard, uh, Sunday through Tuesday, headed into this week. I'll head into last week. Texas had an incredible official visit. I think Texas has more than a 50-50 chance to win. He's still got Alabama the two weekends, which I don't think it's going to be. Baylor, the end of September. It's Texas or Baylor as far as the college decision. We'll see on this, but Texas, Rodney, Terry have a great relationship with that family. I don't think they're going to be misled on anything in the recruitment or even if Texas wins out for Trey, if he's going to go pro or not, because he's got possibilities. Also, I got Lyft as his NIL representation. That guy's NIL is big time. So if he decides to go to college for a year, he could conceivably make more than he would in the G League anyway. So that's something yeah. to consider there. With Trey and his dad being a coach may look at this a little differently than the average family in as far as his son's growth and what a year of college could do for him. We'll see. But Texas, pretty good shot here. Then they had Curtis Givens, a point guard out of Montverde Academy, ranked 54 in the country in over the weekend, and Josiah Mosley, local forward, spring summer riser from Stony Point. Uh, the, the update there is Curtis Givens, 
right now I believe is Georgia Tech, Texas. Memphis is in there. He uh, he goes to Indiana this weekend with Liam McNeely. Damon Sotomayor, point guard, head coach Georgia Tech will be interesting uh, with Curtis Givens. Texas, there's some similarities to DJ Augustine in his game. And Rodney and Frank Haith were both, you know, part of all that. Yeah. Um, so there, there is some stuff there on the Texas side. And I think the family really liked Austin and the official visit. The family has done very well in business. There's business opportunities in Austin. We'll see what happens there. Josiah Mosley, I think, is Texas. USC is a lot of family in Southern California. But 25, 30 minutes away for his family to see him play college basketball. He's got a lot of official visits coming up. Villanova among them, Virginia Tech, a couple others. Yeah. But does he go through all the way through the process? We'll see. Then they had three 2025s on campus, John Clark from Klein Kane. This weekend, Texas has Asa Newell on campus. Uh, okay. Number nine, number nine in the country. Power. Yeah, player. he has G League opportunities. I'll say this: everybody thinks he's going to go to Georgia. He's from Fort Walton Beach, but plays at Montverde Academy. Um, again, terrible place to grow up. Him and Jordan Anderson. Let me tell you, they just—it's t- rough. Um, but, but everybody assumes he goes to Georgia because his brother's there as a walk-on. He's going to meet with the G League. He's that level player. I think Texas is in this. We'll see to what level this weekend. Big month coming up for Texas hoops. Uh, but, Justin, let's finish up with this. Zena, um, on Wednesday, you kind of your plans. You're going out there. Let all the Texas fans know uh, about your plans Wednesday for Zena's announcement. Yeah, as soon as we had, we had the date, we had it set. We're going to come. We're going to go see him. Uh, I've been to Allen High School probably six or seven times since I met Zena the first time. Uh, and so this is going to be fun. I caught up with him Saturday evening after uh, after the Texas game. And the one thing he said, you know, he told me a lot of stuff about, you know, what he, what he saw in the game and things of that stuff. But I'll, I'll leave it with this. I said, what did you think of the defense? You know, where, where do you see yourself fitting? He said, Justin, I see a lot of improvement. Like he goes, that group looks different for sure. And I said, you know, last year they, they finished strong. He said, listen, they're hitting on uh, that D line. He said is playing at a high level. They're hitting at every single level on the field right now. Every spot is strong. And so Zena sees the big picture. We see the big picture. And at the end of the day, I'm going to be in Allen High School that evening for for his announcement. I told Zena years ago I would be there for his announcement. And uh, I didn't know it was going to be Texas three or four years ago. But we got a good feeling about it now. And so be sure to check out InsideTexas.com. Be sure to check out our live stream. that's going to be following immediately after. And don't forget that we've got a, a promo going on right now at Inside Texas. So please come see us. Please come hang out. It's Alabama week. If no, you're not Alabama. with us, you're against yeah. us. Yeah, exactly. Head on over to Inside Texas uh, for all your Longhorn coverage. We will have live stream tonight, by the way. Myself, Bobby, Rod, Babers. Rod's get broke. He's been watching Bama. He's got a lot to say about this week's game. A lot game. of numbers. Uh, he, wants, he wants empty. He wants empty. We know that with Rod. He studies as much as anybody. So thank you very much, uh, Texas fans, for uh, joining us on this week's re- edition of Recruiting Breakdown. I'm going to be hitting the road uh, here pretty quick in recruiting. Uh, been letting this season get going, but I'm going to hit the road here pretty quick, go see some top guys here. So we'll uh, our next recruiting breakdown may be on the road here. We'll see what happens. But for Justin Wells, I'm Jerry Hamilton. That's been this week's edition of the Recruiting Breakdown. We'll talk to you again next week.